Each of us can contribute meaningful change in the world as servant leaders in a global society. It's what we at Seton Hall devote our hearts, minds and spirits to each day. If you're looking for a path where your passion and interest in shaping the future will be taken seriously, empowered and encouraged, this is the place for you. Take the next step and register for an information session. Connect live with our representatives at an upcoming webinar and learn more about how our customizable graduate programs can help you reach your professional goals. Please check the link in the podcast description. month, Ecuador is in the driver's seat at the UN Security Council as rotating president. And this is a properly busy month for the country that waited 31 years for the chance to take this role. Welcome to Unscripted, a podcast taking you inside the United Nations to the people at the heart of it all. My name is Damilola Banjo. And I'm Olivia Ndubisi, taking over from Kelechuku Ogo. I'm a multi-platform journalist and producer, most recently at the BBC, where I looked after West Africa commissions and made podcasts for the BBC World Service. Ecuador's new permanent representative to the UN, Ambassador Ozier Javier de la Gasca, says the month will begin with a broad focus on peace in the Middle East. The ambassador says he's quite keen to hold council meetings specifically on what the UN calls the Palestine question. Here, he speaks at a December 1 press conference at the UN headquarters in New York, which he held in Spanish and was translated to English by the UN. We will hear information from the investigations team for accountability for the the crimes committed uh, by Daesh in Syria. Then uh, after that the Council will hold consultations on the Middle East, specifically on the Palestinian question, given recent events. Delagasca told reporters that he aims to work closely with interested parties to ensure that the Council continues to respond to the events on the ground in the Middle East. Ecuador has already made its position clear on the situation in the Middle East. This will always be a position of respect for international law, respect for humanitarian law, and therefore the Security Council's resolutions. In this regard, I think that all aspects under accountability will always have to fall under those principles that I've just mentioned. The Middle East is probably the most troubled region in the world at the moment. Military bombardment by Israel has restarted following the recent humanitarian ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. The ambassador was asked, but he did not specifically say what in the council's agenda concerning the war in Gaza. Apart from the war, the council has other threats to international peace and security, particularly transnational organized crime. And this affects Ecuador directly. The situation has worsened since the pandemic hit in 2020. What does the council hope to do about transnational organized crime this December? Well, it might be necessary to first understand the scale of the problem in Ecuador. By the UN's count, the number of inmates from drug-related violent crimes have tripled in the last decade in the country, right alongside clashes between gangs. According to the Ecuadorian Organized Crime Observatory, at least 3,600 people have been killed in drug-related clashes. 
Besides calling organized crime a scourge and spotlighting how it affects Ecuador, might the council under Ambassador de la Gasca have solutions? Yes. Here's what the ambassador says is in the works. We believe that due to all of the implications of this, particularly for international peace and security, we need greater synergies between United Nations system bodies to favor international cooperation and to ensure that we have the necessary tools to support national forces in each state. This will allow us to overcome emerging threats and increasing challenges. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a talk show featuring leading global voices? Do you want to learn more about how international issues directly affect people locally? Global Connections Television presents the insights of global influencers at no cost to viewers and programmers. GCTV is independently produced and reaches more than 70 million potential viewers worldwide each week. The show covers everything from human rights to climate change, from peace and security to empowering women and girls. It features guests such as Dr. Jane Goodall, former UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Mary Robinson, and Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. The show also hosts expert voices from the private sector, academia, and labor and environmental movements. GCTV is available to public television media outlets, universities, and service clubs for distribution. To watch the show or find out more, click the link in our episode description. Now, back to the show. You're listening to Unscripted, a podcast taking you inside the United Nations to the people at the heart of it all. This month, Ecuador is president of the Security Council for December, and the council's permanent representative says his country's focus is on peaceful settlements of disputes and the protection of civilians. On the African continent, the focus for this month is on the Central African region. The council will hold a briefing on the withdrawal of MINUSCO, which is the UN peacekeeping mission in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And this is because the government has asked the UN to withdraw its peacekeepers by the end of the year. MONUSCO took over a smaller UN peace operation in 2010 to help the country deal with deadly armed groups fighting over territory and natural resources. Any more on the continent? Yes. There was a question about Kenya at the December 1 briefing with Ecuador. A journalist asked about Haiti's request for a multinational security force to help stop escalating gang violence there. And Kenya's offering to provide that support until a Kenyan court blocked the plan in October. The ambassador said this. We always want things to be as fast as possible. We understand the situation in the situation of Haiti. There are some domestic issues that have to be resolved by the country that is, let's say, mediating in this situation. So I think that we have to wait to see what Kenya does. I think that they will be giving a prompt response in that respect soon. You followed the Ecuadorian press conference from Lagos, Olivia. How many times do you think the ambassador said open door presidency? I think he said it twice. Three times, actually. At the start, the middle, and while answering a question. Well, we wish him all the best. That's our podcast for this month. 
This episode was co-produced by Damilo Labanjo in New York City and me, Olivia Ndubisi in Lagos, Nigeria for Pass Blue. Dorsey Leinbach is our editor. A lot happens at the UN beyond what we report in each episode of Unscripted. Pass Blue is covering the important geopolitical tension rallying the world today. For day-to-day coverage, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And to subscribe to our new site, go to passblue.com. Pass Blue's in-depth and exclusive stories and this podcast are possible with the support of the Carnegie Corporation of New York and the Open Society Foundations, as well as our fiscal sponsor, the Institute for Nonprofit News. Unscripted is available wherever you find podcasts.